This is the Best Boys Podcast with Jessica Garcia and Monica Montoya. Good afternoon, good evening, and hello, Los Angeles. I think you forgot good morning in there. It's not morning. It could be. No. Well, we disagree. (laughs) It's morning somewhere. This is true. It might be morning when you listen to this. Yeah. It's 930 right now. Well, yeah. Oh, it's nine thirty. I know. Oh my god! Y'all, no we've wonder. Had a day. We've no had wonder. a little bit. We've had a day. we've had a day. Monica, tell tell us about the day. We've had a day. So started the day off like most people. Perhaps you had a coffee. Perhaps you took your dog out. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. And then Sebastian, Jessica's boyfriend, and Jessica went to go get some pastries from this baker that we really like. Yes, and. We bought a bunch of other pastries and then we had to go pick them up and then they came here to make soup. Mm -hmm. Except they got here a little too late so we immediately had to rush over to the movie theater to see. see. I'm so ashamed. Wait for it. Wait for it. (laughs) Puss in Boots. The the new one, obviously. Like, (laughs) actually, like, we paid money to go see this And let me tell you, I had a great time. I had a really good time. Um, I'm not going (laughs) to lie. It it had way too many villains for me too I could, many villains i could not keep track of how many how many people were like coming for this cat no like, no well i think because goldilocks ultimately is not the real villain that's true it's little jack horner yeah who's played by john mulaney olivia coleman voices a bear in this yeah, yeah. olivia coleman is a bear florence Pugh's goldilocks this cast is stacked for no reason genuinely it bothers me that they all like <laughs> they all got together for this Puss in Boots like sequel film. Right. I can't. This franchise is too much for me. It's too much for me. I think it's just enough. But um, anyway, yeah. So we saw that. It was great. Came back, made soup, ate soup. Like Here a we lot. Are. Now you're caught up. And now we're just But Monica tired. is so full. I'm so like, you, okay. Do you ever feel so full? You feel like you're going to throw up at, yeah. at the, like- it's literally like up in your throat. That's how full you yeah, are. Yeah, I really attempt to have that not happen. That's how I feel right now. Gross. Take a Tums. I can't. We're recording. Well, you could have before. I know, but I didn't. Do you I understand know. my dilemma? Yeah, own your mistakes. I know. Let's I sit in that discomfort. I Oprah Winfrey, ne- Winfrey Network my mistakes, okay? <laughs> own. <laughs> I own them. <laughs> I Oprah Winfrey <laughs> Network. <laughs> my mistakes okay also we know that this uh, i think we should probably explain why we haven't released an episode since the first week of december honestly you guys the holidays just got so real so fast so real so fast and we were like does anyone really care about our christmas episodes no and we were watching them and we did watch them yeah but like it we couldn't record first okay we got very very busy jessica had people in town we had to do holiday stuff and then obviously for those of you who do work and do school, you know that like both of those things ramp up right right before the holidays. Yes. And Jessica does both. Yeah. And I do one. So it was a lot. Yeah. There yeah. was just no way. So there was that. And then um and now we're on someone new for January. Yes. Fresh start. Very special. New year, new you. Um, and that person, I think we sh- should we announce? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need a drum roll. Aaron, give me a drum roll. Wow, you literally just gave yourself a drum roll. I know. Well, he didn't, you know, he didn't yes and. He wasn't like fast. He wasn't quick with it. Quick with it. I want you to insert a drum roll here. Great drum roll. 
the next person is Brendan Fraser. Wow. I love Brendan. For those of you who don't know who he is, we're about to (laughs) tell you. If you don't know who he is, I'm not really sure how you found this podcast. That's very true. Also, I know I know all the girlies love him. Yeah. I really do. He's the and, best. And all the girlies' parents love him, too. Yes. He's, he's beloved by so many. He's impossible not to love. Exactly. It's like saying that you don't know who Emma Thompson is. Yeah, that's like true. Like the same thing. That's same true. Same kind of thing. Unhateable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about him, okay? Give us the skinny. All right. The comeback king, some may say. Brendan Fraser was born in Indianapolis. Shrimp City. (laughs) Is that actually Shrimp City? Well, that's where the the shrimp cocktail was invented. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? No. They are literally landlocked. I can't. <laughs> these these bitches be landlocked. Why, why are you out? Why do you have the audacity to create shrimp cocktail? That's so. Funny. Ain't no one asked for this. <laughs> he was born in Indianapolis and came to Hollywood to work in film after college. After one small role in Dogfight as his feature film debut, he quickly got his first leading role in Encino Man in 1992 and starred that same year in School Ties, which oh, launched his career. School Ties, throwback to that episode. Yes. It was such a good movie. It was so good, in fact, we considered. Uh, doing it again yes, but we did. opted not to we, for those of you who don't know we have covered brendan fraser like a long like two years ago a long time ago something like that. Yeah. i don't fucking know um it's, it was one of our first so go back and listen to it go check it out it's great he's a bit of a showbiz everyman playing dramatic and comedic roles starring in the mummy action franchise Woo. performing in shows on the west end and broadway and making tv appearances fraser has kept a low profile for about the last 10 years taking time away to treat his physical injuries sustained while filming the mummy films and the depression he experienced after his incredibly expensive divorce and his speaking about out about his sexual assault in 2003 which sucks i hate that his career plummeted because of that so sad we predicted his comeback almost two years ago in our first brendan episode and while we don't like to brag we're bragging the renaissance is here and he is beyond grateful have you seen all of those tiktoks of him just like at like panels or on podcasts and stuff like that and him being like i like the the reception is incredible like the amount of people who are just like rooting for me is crazy and i cry about it all the time I'm not on TikTok, so I don't see the TikToks, but I do read the articles yeah. and I do see like the pictures all over. And like, he's the just news. like, he's just so grateful. He is literally like, thank you for welcoming me back. I'm very happy to be back. And it's very interesting to me that his very first like leading role was in Sino Man, which spoiler alert, that's the movie that we're doing today. Oh. Um, because it's such and we'll get into this but it's like it's such a wackadoodle film so can you imagine like my first like leading role you want it to be something like like hamlet or like do you know what i mean and his first leading role was be a caveman practically non-speaking role. yeah like no basically non-speaking a lot of grunting a lot of like woohoo like a lot of random sounds and like maybe three words and most of them most of the words are like street lingo because he only gets his english from his friends from his stoner friends who are like 17 in encino in the 90s so yeah and we'll be right back 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now back to the show. We'll get into Encino Man. <laughs> but I'll give you a little... a little. Uh, yes, tell us about the film, Monica. A little background on Encino Man. Encino Man uh, came out in 1992, written by Sean Sheps. Great name, by the way. <laughs> directed, ten name. directed by Les Mayfield. California teen Dave Morgan, played by Sean Astin, is digging a pit for a pool in his backyard when he happens upon a caveman frozen frozen in a block of ice aided by his goofy friend stony played by the one and only paulie shore <laughs> dave transports their discovery to his garage where the caveman thaws and is revived when dave and stony find the living and thoroughly bewildered caveman they attempt to pass him off as a foreign exchange student named link played by brendan fraser resulting in many misadventures wow wow <laughs> simply wow Okay, first off, thank God this is a tight 90. It's the stakes in this movie are so low, they're barely there. Yeah, because literally, like, okay, you guys. So you've got you've got Sean Astin, a.k.a. Rudy, a.k.a. A.k.a. Uh, the most uh, annoying protagonist of all time. Yeah, he's boring as fuck. But then you've got his best friend, Stoney, played by Polly Shore. And oh. while Polly Shore is a shit in real life, he's fucking hilarious he's in this movie. He's giving. He's like, he yeah. really said, this is when I'm going to get my Academy Award. <laughs> but then he didn't. No, he <laughs> really didn't. He's so fucking funny in this movie. So you have them and then they find Brendan in a block of ice, which don't ask me how it stayed frozen for that many years. Don't ask me how he remained unaged. Yeah. Don't ask me how he didn't, how ice apparently just makes you stop functioning and like, I don't know. Your brain doesn't need to be. Maybe yeah. it was a magic ice. Listen, clearly this is fiction. Literally. <laughs> But he thaws and then he runs around because no one's there and he's just like, ooga booga, let me look in the storm drain. I'm going to get hit by a truck, but I think it's a giant beast and so I'm going to try and stab it and make fire in someone's house. And yep. there's a bunch of crazy shit that happens. And so they like give him a makeover and turn them into like, turn him into one of them and then they take him to school. And their big bright idea is that he's a foreign exchange student from Estonia. <laughs> And <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just like, and it's it's exactly like how in Avatar they named the element unobtainium. <laughs> it's like, okay, honey, we get it. I mean, Estonia is a real place. I know, but stone. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's so he's from Estonia, and his name is Link. And like the stakes are literally just that, like these two boys are not very popular at school. And the villain, a.k.a. the guy who plays TJ in Gilmore Girls. I'm an escrow. <laughs> I'm an escrow. <laughs> Liz. <laughs> Luke. Luke. <laughs> you guys have not watched Gilmore Girls. <laughs> this guy, this actor plays this character named TJ who is just absurd. <laughs> He's literally so fucking funny. He's like this like Italian like 
from Jersey guy. Yeah. He's, he's like really like simple minded. Yes. <laughs> he only cares about like three things. Yes. And you know what? <laughs> the same is true in this movie. I agree. Yeah. So he's like the popular boy at school. He's the cute one, even though I don't find him very cute. And the whole, the, the stakes are that he'll find out that this guy is not actually an exchange student, but like no one's going to fucking guess that he's a caveman either. So like, does it really matter? No. No, and in the end, he literally reveals that he's a caveman. And you want, do you want to know what happens? Everyone just goes, okay, yay! Yeah, because didn't he get crowned prom king? Yeah. Yeah, he got prom king, even though he was only at that school for, what, a week? Maybe. Maybe. If that. And then the movie ends with them uncovering his, like, significant other and thawing her. <laughs> which, and now they're reunited. Which, by the way, this entire movie you can tell was written by and directed by a man. Yeah, absolutely. It's like there are so many shots of these underage girls, of these teenage ladies <laughs> doing quite, it's very grease. It's very like, yes. it's very like sexualized and like Listen, everyone's like, ooh, the caveman. You have to admit, though that like if you did thaw out a caveman monica the one thing that you could probably agree on is that like he would see a woman's boobs and be like i want them that's true you know i will give it that like that is i feel like that's a universal understanding yeah yeah i agree yeah i guess we Agree. Snaps for agreement. Snaps for agreement. Snaps for cavemen. Snaps for cavemen. (laughs) Polly Shore, though, even though we're talking about Brendan, and I'll get into him in a second, but this is Polly Shore's movie. Oh, absolutely. He's so good in this movie, which uh, my favorite character that Polly Shore has ever played is the character that he plays in a goofy movie. Yes. Um, He'll never be able to top that, but this is a very close second. Like I will say, <laughs> this is a very good performance by Polly Shore. <laughs> oh my God, he needs his roses. Senorita. Uh, senorita. <laughs> Get some grubbage. I can't. He's so funny. Also, the fact that his fucking name is Stony. Like Stony. Real name, obviously, but we don't know his real name. <laughs> We they say it like once. Oh uh, well, I, uh, yeah. Uh, he's stony. I know he's you stony know? baloney. <laughs> and he's like always getting into trouble. And when he goes to that bar with those, um, yes, uh, with all of the with all those guys that are like gonna beat him up. Yes, <laughs> but then he like befriends them by drinking tequila. Yes, exactly. I can't. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, anyway, Brendan, Brendan, I love how he. He just has so much physical comedy in this movie. Yes. It's honestly just such a godsend because there's so much that he can do. He's such a clumsy man, mm-hmm. He's so, which is so funny because you see, uh, you see him star in something like The Mummy, and you're like, oh no, that is an action star, right? That's an action star, right? But to well, see he him, just leans into this. Yeah, to see him do comedy in this way, it's really, really refreshing. At least for me, because I've never seen him in a movie like that. Besides, basically, like George of the Jungle, yeah. but he's a lot more like serious in that a little totally. bit more like i'm essentially tarzan totally totally i think a lot of people and to be fair i'm guilty of this because when we first decided to do brendan the last time um we thought about doing an encino man we were like oh fuck that like it's just some stupid comedy where he plays a caveman and doesn't say anything and then i watched it and i was like no i really see why this kind of was like a big break for him because i mean first of all he was with two of two very famous stars yeah. in this movie but also like 
the role is really demanding in terms of physical comedy, like you yeah. said, and also like he can't use his words. No. So he just has to fucking do his thing and pretend to know what being a caveman would be like. And he makes some really big swings and oh yeah he, he does he takes some really big swings and every time he would do it i would think like like did a director tell you that or were they just like fucking go crazy and we'll see what sticks and i kind of feel like it was a lot of the latter because mm-hmm. it came like so naturally and then when he would speak when they would you know feed him a line to repeat or something like that it was so fucking funny I like that he used his voice so sparingly because I think it just added to the character, which, by the way, the character itself is not really anything. Like, this caveman has no, like, yeah. actual purpose, no motivation. Like, nothing is really there. He is really just at uh being utilized as, like, a vessel for mm-hmm. these other two characters' emotions. Right. Which, at the center of this movie, is this, like, friendship between Dave and Stoney. And how Dave and Stoney are going to eventually become cool. And in this universe, cool really actually means yourself. Right. So, like, this is just a movie about, like, once you stay true to yourself, like, that's when you actually become cool. Mm -hmm. And, like, who better to to represent that than a caveman who, like, doesn't know anything about social status and will do whatever they want to do. Yes, totally. So, this movie, like, I, I think that the way it was the way that it was presented to us through Brendan Fraser, uh, Fraser, I think was absolutely genius. Mm-hmm. I think that I personally didn't love this movie. Like I think that, you know, in a way that a lot of other people love this movie, it's, it's kind of like a cult classic. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like incredible. I don't necessarily have a desire to watch it again, no. but it was fun while yeah. it lasted. But like casting someone like Brendan in, in a role like this is kind of really fucking genius. Cause mm-hmm. they put a, they could have put like, any other 90s like hottie in that role and they didn't yeah because he the whole thing is like when link gets his makeover he becomes super popular super desired by the women by the girls that 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 polly shore and sean astin wanted like that they had crushes on and now they have crushes on link and so yeah it's just very funny he plays this like tall hot caveman who is like very 80s the or 90s the clothes that they put on him the oh my god that they give him it's so 90s it's almost stylized like yeah. like like romeo and juliet yes well you think about the thing is is like this was released the same year as school ties and when you think about those on a spectrum i like they really are complete opposite ends of the spectrum and i think it was really i mean he had no control over the release but like it was a, it was smart in terms of his career yeah. because his first like big, big debut, I know he had like a teeny tiny part in Dogfight, but that was like non-speaking. Um, but yeah, you have this big break and people immediately get to see you being like a physical comedian at a yes. time when physical comedy was, you know, at Jim Carrey. Peak. Exactly. And then on the flip side, you see him doing something incredibly dramatic and deeply moving in school ties. Yeah. So, yeah. Good on you, Brendan. Brendan can do it all. And this movie really shows it. I think um, he had so little to work with in terms of like costume when it came to like him being a caveman. Because, I mean, he's in his loincloth for like all of maybe... 10 minutes of the film true if that and then the rest of the time he's fitting into this like highly stylized world of the 90s where it's like this oversized shirt with like the oversized overshirt and then the oversized pants and (laughs) and his 
hair is like done up in a style that would be cute or cool like those like crunchy little waves and etc like i think that he didn't get very very much to go on Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of it had to come from his own either research or like did the choreography or decisions that he made and i really admire that because never once in the entire movie did i ever stop and think oh he could not be a caveman anymore like the entire movie i thought this is literally this is a caveman dressing up in yeah in like high schoolers clothing which i think really adds to the movie and like it also when you like really look at it i don't know it has some interesting things to say about like what was going on socially at the time as well because the girls don't want any of the men who are just like cute and nice but they get a caveman who literally walks up to them and like touches their boobs and they're just like fuck yeah like this is it (laughs) this is true love yeah which is really interesting because so much media at the time was saying that and obviously that has like a i mean this is just you know a lot of people like it's just a comedy but then you think about the trickle down effect that yeah some media like this collectively has it's like yeah no wonder that people think that they can just like walk up and confront someone and kiss them and have it be fine yeah and (laughs) also like throughout the throughout the whole movie robin who's like the main love interest by dave and like honestly by everyone else in this movie including tj tj i mean let's go (laughs) rope um everyone in the movie has something to say about Robin like growing into her quote unquote like babehood yes. or babedom. Yes. And I'm like, that's gross. Like <laughs> They're literally ta- sitting there talking about this guy has like Dave, the main character, the protagonist, Samwise. Samwise. He has like a picture of her and him as like babies in a bathtub. And he's like, look, we're naked together. And I'm like, dude, stop. Stop it right now. <laughs> and there's just so much focus on like her turning becoming this like yeah. hot woman. Becoming and they're like woman. Yeah, and they're like, yes, the gazongas for sure. Gazongas. And I'm like, I literally can't. No. It was like a teenager wrote this movie. Yep. No, thank you. <laughs> but like it's almost charm this is gonna sound really bad, but it's almost charming in that way. Well, it's charming because I mean you can hate it as much as you want, but at the end of the day, like teenage boys are teenage boys exactly and it feels like uh, it feels authentic to that because teenage boys think horribly exactly and i would never support anyone doing this now but looking at it like outside looking looking into the 90s like sure i'm a spectator of that fine that happened i guess that's a thing that people allowed in movies that's true and that wouldn't fly now, but it's very interesting to see it as like almost a freaking time capsule. No, yeah, for sure. It really is a time capsule. Like I a think. museum. And honestly, like if the people, if the actors in this movie had been like any less funny at all than what they were, I don't think it would be a funny movie. No, it wouldn't. I will say it gave me the vibes of like seven things I hate about you. Mm-hmm. I thought that they had very similar, and they may have even been shot at very similar schools because all of those stairs going Do you mean down. Ten and, things I hate about you. Oh, sorry, ten things I hate about you. Yes, yeah. ten things. R.I.P. Heath. How <laughs> serious? Truly. Oh my God, Michelle Williams is out here in the Fableman. I know, but she's remarried. She's she, got. Yeah. A, she's got a new baby. She's living. She's living life. She's moving yeah. on. She, she really has is. moved on. Yeah. What a queen. What a queen. And we'll be right back. Now back to the show. But yeah, that, yeah, I mean, that was... <laughs> Listen, guys, it wasn't going to be a long episode. No, I mean, I like that they did it in Encino. <laughs> That's nice. Honestly, nobody makes movies about Encino anymore. No, 
I demand to be more. So many valley centric films back in the day. So many. What happened? Now, unless Paul Thomas Anderson throws us a bone, we get nothing. 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 My Rudolph. Hello. Hello. I see you. I see you driving around Woodland Hills in your minivan. Where's Paul? Where's Paul? <laughs> or you write one, honey. <laughs> Go for it. Yes, you write one, Maya. Yes, loot was amazing, but now now you got to write something else. Yes, loot was not about the valley. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's Brendan. That's in Brendan. Encino Man. We have three more coming up. Two are movies that Monica and I have never seen. No, they're all movies we've never seen before. All literally, all. I did not them, watch. And I've never seen any of these movies. Yeah, two of them. The next two are ones that like we've really never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, but have heard really wonderful things about. And then, of course, of course, of course, we are ending on The Whale because that is the hot topic at the moment. And I'm scared. That is, that's when we're going to get into that 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 discussion, Monica. I'm really frightened, not because I'm like scared of what we were going to say or whether or not we're going to like it, but just because I know that there's so much controversy around it. Yeah, but we've handled it before. We've handled, we've handled. Okay, before we go, I'm going to tell you who the best boys are, all right? Oh, why, thank you. Best boy group, Michael A. McFadden. You go, girl. Boy. Best boy, Electric, Frank Scheidbach. You're welcome. Wow. (laughs) That's, that's, wow. You're welcome. The way you said that was just. Here, let me do it again. It's like you're a, you're an award. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. Best boy, Electric. Frank Scheidbach. Applause. I live for the applause. Applause. <sighs> Monica, do you have anything to look forward to over the next few days? Wow, my guy. I have a lot to look forward to. Um, I have uh, a, a banana that's waiting for me in about five minutes. Hell yeah. I could do. I could go for a banana. Get my <laughs> potassium in. Get that potassium. Uh, oh, I'm going to the Rose Bowl flea market tomorrow. I'm hoping. Yeah. To, I'm hoping to find some nightstands. Ooh, I wish we were going to that. Um, if you guys want to come, can. okay. We don't have time. <laughs> but I appreciate. I that. wish we were going. I mean, I wish we were. I know. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm trying to look for some vintage nightstands. I've kind of looked everywhere and I haven't been able to find anything that I like. Okay. Um, so we're we're trying to move on. Godspeed and good luck. Thank you. I appreciate that. What about you? Um, I'm going to a going away party tomorrow. Oh. And then other than that, just work, bro. The end home. Sucks. Yeah. You are doing some some influencer work, though. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> um, I won't out you, but I'm just saying she's doing influencer I work. I am modeling and co-hosting a live stream tomorrow for a certain clothing company that I wish to not name. Okay, perfect. That's <laughs> That sounded very influencer-y of you. Not because it's bad, just because I don't endorse them. Amen. You just got to get that coin, you know? I don't endorse them, but I do work for them. <laughs> and you do have to get that coin. Exactly. Exactly. I can't. Uh, all right, Monica. You're the best. You're the best, Jessica. A lovely evening. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.